We want better schools. We want them now. Stand in our way, and you'll catch these eight black hands with Ankrum, Cole, El Mecky, and Stewart. Join us now for an hour or more of talk on education and culture. Welcome to the Eight Black Hands Podcast. <laughs> Episode 61. I love Fellas, how y'all feeling, man? Um, considering the episode today, I mean, I'm good. I, I, you know, um, you know, it's one of those episodes that I don't think any of us wants to do, but, uh, you know, but happy mother's day. So there's that. Yeah. That's super important. Happy mother's day to the moms. Yeah. All the mothers, all the mother figures. Thank you for nurturing the world. Our children's first teacher, the nation's first teachers. Appreciate (laughs) y'all. Mm-hmm. And you just got to fix your frame one more time. You almost there, Reef. You ain't at the, the full <laughs> bottom, but there you go. You just be blocking yourself out. I don't know why you like being at the bottom of the frame. But. I mean, from my side, it looks like it's it's regular. It's fine. But from thanks. So if you don't tell me, I won't know. Because We got angle, you. Don't even trip. Looks regular. We got oh. you. Stuart. Hey, Chris, what, what up, bro? Just saying what up to the people. What up, people? How y'all doing? <laughs> How are you doing? Yeah. How are you doing? <laughs> you, yo, the way you said that said a lot. You good, fam? I'm, you know, I'm doing it. I'm doing it, man. Okay. It's all right. It's all right. That's, That's what's, what's up. up. All right. So black. last night, still America. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if you guys were able to uh, to catch this uh, this epic battle last night of uh, sister friends between uh, Erica Badu and Jilly from Philly. So, um, almost 700,000 people, man. 750,000 people at his his pinnacle. Um, you know who's next? You know who's next? Yeah, who? Ludacris. Oh, Ludacris and Elliot is going is next week. That's going that should be good. I I think it should be uh, Maxwell and D'Angelo. That's what I think it should be. That could be fun. And I'm I'm not, if you in these comments, if you in these comments, streets, let us know who won last night, please. Let Nobody us, won. Let us know. We won. Was, we won. We saw two sisters. Yeah, yeah, we won. It, it was, yeah. They were different. Yeah. They weren't battling. They were just no, they sharing. Were yeah, why are you going to make everything a fight? Yeah. Yeah, man. Those two sisters get wrong. are fixing each other's crowns, and y'all want them to do mud wrestling. Like, I mean, no, that's clearly, not what they Clearly, Joe's got right? one. Clearly. Man, I, mean, yeah, I mean, yes. I mean, if we have to. If I had to pick somebody, Jill, 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 you didn't I tune still, in. I, Man, mute him. <laughs> <laughs> hey, and just for the and just, wow. and, and just for the and I know we got a lot of uh topics to get to. And just for the folks that keep doing your comments, we're gonna try to get through a few questions and then we're gonna get them up on screen. But we see you and we'll get them up there. We just trying to get that cadence down and right. So I just didn't want nobody to feel like we was ignoring them. Go ahead, good brother Ray. Yeah, so so I I have put in the comments to not just the shared. But to do uh, to host a watch party, don't host a watch party. Don't do it because mm-hmm. if you host a watch party, then you can't comment. We learned this late. I apologize. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, just share the main feed. That's all good. Share, 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 mm-hmm. share, share. Mm-hmm. All right. Um. Thank you, and thank you guys for listening on a Mother's Day, and thank you guys for being here. Because besides Charles, we all had things that we could be doing right now. 
So well, I had things I could be doing. I, I just don't have. You know, we'll be caught it. Childless. You ain't got nothing to do. Right. You know, yeah. Charles has no life. He just sits there and just waits for the podcast to start. And then he just goes back into like his Westworld stasis. I ain't got no kids. I ain't got no kids. I don't. I don't. And I'm so blessed. Let's continue. Let's get to this topic. We did our check in. All right, cool. All right, man. Hey, hey, listen. Man, all right. It's tough. I'm trying. I'm. I'm. I'm, Oh. All right. So here's what we got. Seeing both Gregory McMichael and Travis McMichael's name in the lights has to draw some type of emotions. How are you fellas feeling about seeing their names, the names of murderers? We'll kick it off with uh with Reef. I mean that I I don't know if I care that their names are in the in the lights. I mean they're they're they're. I mean you know what this is a really rough topic. They chased down this this black man um, for nothing. Uh, now they're claiming citizens arrest. Uh, you know, but it's basically just running around. Like how do you citizen? How do you arrest someone as a citizen? Like who's going to stop with two white men? you know, chasing after you. Like, I, I just don't even, you know, um, the cover up is a continuous legacy of, of covering things up. And, you know, we can say it's Georgia, but we know it's not just in Georgia. We know this kind of stuff happens, you know, all the time. Uh, this is the, uh, we're coming up on the 35th anniversary of the move bombing where in Philadelphia. So this kind of thing is is ongoing. Um, but I, I do think that people just have to continue to be vigilant and hold these uh, police, district attorneys and government officials accountable. Mm. Yeah. All right. Swing that thing over to the young the young bull. Charles, what's your thoughts? Um, I um. Uh, I have not uh, spent a lot of time. Uh, I, I did not watch that video. I don't plan on watching yeah. it. Um, I am not like reading every article that comes up about their indictment or them getting booked or whatnot. I don't. I don't plan on doing that. I've done that before. Um, I'm. I'm very sad about what happened. I'm not surprised by what happened. And um, I think people process it in different ways. Um, so it's one of those things where you know my heart goes out to his family. Uh, my heart goes out to us to just another thing that kind of sticks on to you and, and kind of travels with you. Um, but um, I, I, I have tried to not spend a lot of time in that space. And so that's just kind of where, where I'm at with it, if I'm being just completely honest. Yeah. Chris. Uh, I, I think I feel the same. I mean, I'm numb to these sort of things, to be very honest with you. Right. They, they they happen over and over and over again. I mean, you know, a couple of days ago, we were talking about the the Pulitzers and, and Ida B. Wells is one of the people that got a, a posthumous Pulitzer. Right. And and that's that's from a long time ago. And one of her things was lynching. Right. Um, and 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 documenting it like documenting the numbers, because if you don't document them, uh, people will gaslight you and make you think you're crazy. You're making too much of it. Right. How often do these things really happen? Like you guys are making too much of it. You know, uh, random things happen to people. Well, random things been happening to black people for hundreds of years now. And if you were to document it, the trends don't really ebb that much. I mean, like, like, 
you know, comes and it goes in waves. You had, uh, you know, high waves of, of lynching and some stuff went away, but then you had um, brutalizing of people in ghettos and, 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 and you can get away with most any of it. I mean, like, I don't know if y'all remember James Bird, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, Texas. Texas, right? They dragged the brother, decapitated him, did all kinds of crazy stuff. People uh, he knew, like he considered like friendly, if not friend, exactly. you know, like associate. Like, oh, yeah, I know you. You're from the same town or town over. Now, I don't want to know what year that was, but I remember being shocked by it. I remember thinking it was shocking. And since that time, early 90s, I've been shocked so many times since. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Like we've been shocked over and over again. Are we not shocked that Trayvon Martin? 17 years old, went to a store to buy Skittles and an iced tea and came home dead to his parents. And the person who killed him was told by law enforcement, don't follow him. Yeah. He broke direct orders from law enforcement, right? He was carrying a gun and he was expressing hatred towards a 17 year old kid and went and killed him. Got out, got off of it, and now has been taunting the family and the parents ever since. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I mean, brazen murderer and brazen about it, you know, like, but he was rewarded for it. Right. In so many different ways. He was rewarded for it. Hey, you know, I'm glad you said that because they basically set up uh, like a GoFundMe type of thing for for yes. the killer. Right. Mm-hmm. And and what I noticed about his murder was it was the first time that I ever really figured out, not figured out, paid attention to the fact that the first thing they do once they kill you is indict you for your own murder. Well, yeah, right, absolutely. Yeah. They put you they on trial. He that's did this six years for- ago. He took a picture like this. Like right. he right. got a he got a record from X, Y, and Z. Whatever, right? Like, yeah, that's man, right. that's that's that. It's the it's a playbook. I mean, this is what I'm saying. Like, this why, you know, I want to make sure Ray gets the answer, and so he can process as well. But that's part of the reason why I haven't just kind of jumped into it and got wrapped up. I'm also not super excited about like the indictment, right? Because we've seen that kind of happen and that play out as well too. So. Mm-hmm. I mean, in regards to what happens, it doesn't bring uh, this young man back. So it's just it's just a rough spot, man. But, Ray, I don't you know, I don't want to step on your answer, man. Go, go. How you feel? Yeah. So, I mean, the power in this for me is that uh, this killing is being liked and branded as a modern day lynching. And in all respects, that's exactly what it is, man. This is a modern day lynching. And I don't know. I, I feel like and I'm pretty. Um, strong in my belief that, you know, we can protest this like we always do, but we need to find new ways and white folks need to step up to the plate and stop fucking being silent. I think that that's going to be important in terms of like us getting out of this situation and us, our lives being valuable for folks. Mm-hmm. That's where I'm at. Yeah, I, see, I hear somebody is adorable child in the back. Uh, you know all the, the 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 Mother's Day trappings that come with y'all's family life. I just wanted to let you know we could you know hear your beautiful offspring, whoever that is, because we know it's not mine. So, <laughs> um, man. So, um, next question: uh, Why did it take so long for authorities to sequester a grand jury on the McMichaels? Racism. Yeah. Racism for a thousand. Uh, uh, or no, yeah. what is racism? What? Uh, how do you answer that question on Jeopardy? What is racism? Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What well, is racism? What is uh, white terrorism? You yeah. know, yeah. unleashed white terrorism. I mean, I think it's a little bit more too, though. I actually think this is one of those cases that 
it it kind of is because black folks got a hold of it um, and kind of push it out there because this is like this happened a while ago. This isn't something that just happened. And so, you know, it kind of got sat on and it got into, uh, quote unquote, the wrong folks hands and they, they, they made us think about it. Right. I think I think this is one of the cases where the power of social media actually uh, has some benefit. Right. Um, but, you know, that, that I think that's what happened because it wasn't no pressure on them for it to happen beforehand. Yeah, initially I thought it was like one of those, you know, street uh, cameras or something like this. This was somebody recording this. Yeah, this was in the suburb. Like a passerby or somebody in there. Yeah, this was somebody that was behind the vehicle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. Can I just say though, like if if something's happening to me or somebody I care about, can you like? I mean, if you got a tape, can you like prop the camera while and then come help me? Like, I'm just, it, we just are in this culture right now where like people will tape like a woman being beaten instead of like going to stop the beating. Like that, that's that's the age that we kind of live in now. I, I'm just asking personally, if it, if you see something happening and you can actually stop it, I, I get the importance of taping, but you know, I, I would ask to actually do something um, again. Prop your camera up or whatever, but uh, come help me. Don't just let me bleed out. Okay, so 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 Charles, let's let's just stick on that for a second because mm-hmm. most people feel impotent when they see something like that, right? right. They they feel like they want to stay far enough back from it. So filming for for a lot of people is the most that they think that they can do, which is true. So I don't know how to answer your question about like what else do you do, except for, and this is gonna be a bad take. <laughs> I always say this before, <laughs> I always give y'all like like forewarning. And then and then Jews fall out your mouth. Let me hold on, right. let's give let's give you the close-up cam. Go ahead for your bad take. You know, let me give you a bad take, right? A well-regulated militia being necessary to the security of free state, the right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. We got to stop jogging and shit, right? Like, because you had a father and a son armed. It's hard to win a fight when someone's armed and you're not. And I think we got it all wrong. This is a bad take, but I think we got it all wrong on self-defense, on our right to bear arms on the necessity of us doing it in con- conceal and con- carry states. We, we over here training for the wrong Olympics <laughs> um, and they're training for the right one. Like, it, it, they understand self-defense, right? That's how you won that argument. The dude in the car with the with the filming, I don't think he could have done anything unless he was armed. Well, and I'm not just saying in that case. I'm saying in general. I mean, culturally, we have become like a tape, you know, like we'll kids will tape each other fighting. Right. Like it, we just tape everything. But I will even I mean, I'll even push on that, though, Chris, uh, because the sad reality is, I mean, even when we actually uh, are registered gun holders and carriers and we identify ourselves with that as such, you know, they can still shoot you then. Right. Which is what we saw uh, that happened to uh you know, uh, Mr. Castile in front of his, 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 his lady friend and her daughter. Right. So, I mean, it's one of those things. I, I, I agree though. I mean, I'm somebody who I know how to use guns. I know how to shoot guns. Uh, I come from a military family. Um, I know Sharif got, got, got them things around, around the clink in that, in that house. Um, I mean, I think if Why we actually, is it anybody in the panel? <laughs> you said what? <laughs> you you said it on the show before, I'm, Reed. I'm teasing you. I'm teasing. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it's but it's you know I you know if you give me a right to bear arms until they take it away, you know I, I, this ain't the house that you want to run up in. And I okay, and I just well, let me ask you so, a question though. Let's, yeah. let's stick with this, Charles. 
how is the, this brother specifically this this jogging brother? How is his life different? I mean, his fight different. Had he been armed, he might still be dead. But how is it different? Just that he ran around the truck. Two people with the gun on that side. Now he's got one on yeah. his side. How, how's his odds change? Well, again, I can't. I don't. I don't. I. I haven't gone super deep into this conversation. So if you ask, I mean, just in the hypothetical that you just kind of gave, I mean, it's still probably going to end up tragically, right? But and I don't. You don't really want to have to go jogging with it with a strap on you. But it's some people that do. Like it's some. My cousin Shit. does not leave the house without it. It's on him wherever he goes, right? Yeah. And yeah. you know, and that's just how he is, yeah. right? Like, and he's he's a Chicago dude. He was raised here. It's legal. Right. He was a firefighter and now he ain't. But he got that thing on him. I just think that um, I mean, but I, I, I agree with your notion, though, that it should be a conversation that we're having. But you hear. But here's the unintended consequence that's going to happen, Chris. As soon as that happens and we do it in a consorted effort and like an organized way. Oh, I mean, gun laws. Oh, gun laws are going to change, baby. Oh, yeah, gun gonna laws happen. are going to yeah, change. Absolutely. Maybe well, let's, they, start they let's start that. Let's start then. Let's start that. Let's start I mean, I'm just saying, let's start the eight black yeah. hands gun club i mean what we ain't you ain't said nothing but a word there are national black gun clubs i just want to be real in this oh no no no. i said i want an eight black hands black gun club i got you okay that might be the call a gun for each hand that's what we'll call it a gun for each hand so there's eight total guns between us (laughs) hey (laughs) hey i'm just i mean and and, i mean here's the thing though right like i mean i know we kind of said that in jest but i mean i am somebody who was raised to know how to protect yourself and that you got to protect your family by any kind, any means necessary. Right. And I, and I, and now I'm extending that family term to just black people. I mean, because we, that, that was, we was hunted, bro. That, that, that situation, we were hunted. Like we were like prey that was tracked down, stalked down and hunted. Um, and, we still uh, are. We still are. yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Like, and I'm talking mm-hmm. about this specific example, right? Even mm-hmm. in it, even as you read how it happened, like they could have let that man go on about his business. Like it don't even listen when Ben Shapiro, Hero is like, yeah, fam, I really ain't got nothing for you on this one. Like when the white supremacist dude is kind of like, I really ain't got no bail to shoot y'all on this. You know, y'all should be indicted. I mean, it just show you how reckless folks are and just how how unvaluable uh, people see our lives as being. I don't want to hog up too much space. But I mean, what, that, I, th- yeah. what I thought about was you see those old pictures where you have these uh, men, women and children lynched and you have this mob of, of folks looking at it, posing for pictures, cutting ears off and 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 um sending them, you know, postcards and souvenirs and things like that. I I always, you know, would talk to my students about, you know what, those are, they have grandkids. You know, they like, there's a, there's a, a, a thing that's being taught uh, there. And I, and I can't help but to think, you know, when you see a father, son, and neither one has, you know, uh, both of them are like together doing this, you know, uh, to hunt this brother down. And, you know, when you look at that level of terrorism, you know, you think of they actually thought they owned his they they thought they owned him. You know, that I read somewhere where they said, well, they were trying to exercise a, a legally citizen, a legal citizen's arrest. And they told him to pause. And he didn't like what? Like pause. Like who the hell? Like, you know, I'm just, just trying to like imagine what goes through your mind when when these two jokers rolling up on you talking about pause. Mm-hmm. And I'm gonna kill you because you did. They thought they owned him, and that's what goes through many of their minds in this uh, this terrorism, that the, the domestic terrorism that we that we want to call something else. It's domestic terrorism, and it continues, and it's sanctioned by the state. 
That's why they didn't. Uh, why? That's why it took so long. I'm They're all in cahoots. I'm glad you said that. Yeah. So, people so going to stop trusting circ- this damn state. Go ahead, Ray. I'm sorry. Circling back to the question. Um, yeah. Go ahead. I just I just feel like uh the so the, so this, the case was handed over to the Georgia Bureau of Investigation, and within one day of them looking at the evidence, they were able to uh come up with indict an indictment. It took the local police department two months, and they couldn't come up with an indictment. Mm-hmm. And the reason why they couldn't come up with an indictment is because they didn't want to indict them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so that's the society that we're living in. Charles said it earlier when he was like, it wasn't until uh, activists and people like us started tweeting about it, writing about it, talking about it before it, it was, you know, pressure put on those folks in order for them to say, all right, we need to do something. But, but Ray, just point of fact, one of the reasons that they didn't do it was because so many of them were having to recuse themselves because they knew the two men. Mm-hmm. Right. They so they friends. work for them, right? Two, yeah, they two, used to do work uh, for them. Two, so. Yeah. Two, two district yeah. attorneys had to recuse themselves. Yeah. And some of the cops actually had to like take themselves off of it because they knew the two, you know, perpetrators. I mean, let's just, I mean, Bro, but but let's, let's, let's go ahead, Ray. Go ahead, Ray. George is a, George is a, a, a good old boy network. Oh, stop it. Shit gets done. Yeah, so stop what? it. Stop it, bro. You about to do that north you about to do that north south shit. I'm telling you right now, it's just as bad anywhere bro, else. I'm, I'm gonna let you finish I'm your point. Finish your point. I'm from the south. I know, hey, bro, but you about I, to do listen. that north south shit. You about to talk about how it's bad in Georgia, but go ahead, bro. No, this shit is bad everywhere, but it's That's different right. kinds of bad. Thank you. Thank you. And so and so here's the thing. It's like I, I actually I I I like being in the South. The reason why I like being in the South mm-hmm. is because it's the difference between overt and subtle. Mm-hmm. I want to know that you fucking hate me and you can't stand me. It's going to help me function better. I know That's what true. I need to do. Mm-hmm. Whereas true. when mm-hmm. you're up North, it's like the subtle racism that happens or whatever. And like, they fucking hate you too. You, and you know what? It's it, it, it not even just subtle. It feels like, I mean, the South and Midwest, it's like there are rules established almost, right? It's like... Here's this neighborhood, here's that neighborhood. And it's like, I, I remember, like I said, growing up in Kentucky with my granny, right? And it's just, the rules are just very clear. Every adult is sir or ma'am. Like, we don't, if something from these white folks is happening in this neighborhood, you know, we tell they people, if y'all doing some shit over there, they tell us, but we don't do too much. You know, I mean, it was all, it sounds bad and perverse, but it was, but the rules allowed us to kind of function as opposed to up north where it's like subtle and like you just end up losing your job all the time and you don't know why or like you get pulled over and you just end up shot and then you know what I'm saying and it, and it just turns out really bad. So. Or they to bring a helicopter and drop a bomb out out the helicopter and blow up the whole block. And blow up a whole city block. The, the, the city. Or or they bring a tank. People talk about Mississippi, but let yeah. let's be clear: the whole country is Mississippi. Yeah, all or, of America is Mississippi. Or 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 let's yeah, you know, or right. they bring a tank in, right, and put a tank through your house when they doing a drug bust, right? Okay. I mean, like like these things, these tactics. But here, like this is this is the really sick part about it. I mean, a father and son bonded over killing a black dude jogging. Exactly. Exactly. That's history. That's what I mean. That's 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 exactly they, what they, been like. Going they, on. Like it was a father son moment. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? It was like, it like I, I'm almost like replaying like a script in my head about the potential ways that conversation could have went. That's how they express their love for each other. 
if you look at the pictures of lynchings, the the aftermath, mm-hmm. there are postcards made out of them. Oh yeah, they, they, they and, smiling. And the There's kids there. It's a it's a it's yeah, a whole kids, outing. It's like a picnic. They all dress well. They got that same jacked up haircut. You know, they all look like they smell bad, and their kids are like right there laughing and you know shit and whatever. And somebody's hanging from a tree. <laughs> There's psychological damage that has been done to black people over time for that. But imagine a psychological damage done to white people growing up in that as a sport. You, you know what it sounds? It sounds you know, like a sport. The, I, I, Ray, did you grow up hunting? I know you're from the South. Did, they, did you grow up hunting? It's almost like that moment yeah. when you take when a, when a father takes his son hunting for the first time and like has to shock it out of him when they kill the rabbit or the venison. Right. And like and then they make the kid do like the final shot to like take it out of his misery and is teaching him about it. Like that's what this almost felt like. It almost felt like this has happened with them before. And this is just like level five of like of, of the father son hunting trip. And, and to, be clear, bro, to be clear, hunting as a sport with with fathers and sons is practice for you. Mm. There ain't no good bro, reason to be hunting in, in this time, in this in, in this century. Uh, uh, there's no, re- no, no more reason to do it except for that's practice for y'all. That's what 1994. That is. In 1994, there was a movie called Surviving the Game with Ice-T. I don't know if you guys ever saw this movie. Yeah, it's but, when they hunted people, right? Yeah, when they hunted yeah. people. That's what this mm. reminded me of. This reminded me of that movie in which they came to the inner city, got blacks, and then brought them to like the woods, set them free, and then hunted hunted them and killed mm-hmm. them. Yeah. For money. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. like as a sport. I mean, Mississippi burning. I mean, you can go on and on, right? Like that's that's you know, uh art so to speak, imitating life, right? And so, you know, when, you know, when I was, that reminds me of uh, what you were just saying, Stuart. When I was a kid, and I don't remember what book this was, but I was, I was there was this story, it was a compilation of stories. And one of the stories talked about a, a, a white man and his son or grandfather, grandson, and they were talking about hunting, but they only used the word buck. And as you read it, it was a compilation of stories about black people in the South and, you know, during and immediately after slavery. But they only used the term buck and the whole description. You could never really tell who they were talking about, Mm. if it was actual deer or if it was a black man, the way that they described it. And, you know, it was like it was rattling. You know, and I remember reading that as a kid and it's just like, you know what, it's in this. So I, I recognize like what it was and and then that story has always stuck with me just how they uh described it all right fellas real quick charles let's get to the comments only because like i i i need a little pause like i'm start feeling myself i feel it um i'll i'll put them up there and if y'all want to comment on some of these i've posted most of them um but right now um uh miss toya said it all started with birth of a nation um prior to that piece uh zakia says she grew up in alabama hunting with her uncle she also went on to say that she hates the midwest as somebody who was born in the midwest i love the midwest very very much uh but that's just that's her comment um but i think we you know we've actually kind of uh uh all the comments we've actually addressed just in our general conversation cool 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 you know chicago's not the midwest right well not just chicago also kentucky is like technically the midwest but it's a but it's a south really yeah so it's so but yeah, Chicago, Chicago. Chicago. It's in the Midwest, but Chicago is Chicago. It's yeah. his own thing. I know like, what you mean. Yeah, I know what you mean. Thing. Okay. And and <laughs> to that point, I just want to say, 
Stephen, uh, Steve King, Representative Steve King, is the single most racist congressman, congressman that he is. And guess where he's from? Oh, uh, Iowa. Iowa, yeah. right? So how, how do you keep reelecting him if if it's so passive aggressive? Oh, I don't think it's that. passive aggressive. I just I, I I don't think it's passive aggressive at all. I think it's just, I think it's, it's hell. <laughs> I, I, I think it's I think it's more in line with Southern culture. I just think that the mm-hmm. South gets more attention for it because right. just the way uh, the Mason Dixon line is drawn and how history is just kind of played out. Like yeah. the Iowa story is never sexy as the Alabama story. You know what I mean? That's true. So, so guys, I we mean, got, when, oh, go ahead. I feel go, Ray trying to host. Go ahead, Ray, we brother. Got I got you. Be. People that are that are that are looking at this thing right now, and we got we don't have that many likes. Y'all better be liking this because. And here's why I'm saying <laughs> that is because you got four brothers on Mother's Day that are coming and giving you a piece of our soul. Like this is not an easy fucking conversation to have. Like I want to hurt something right now. So y'all need to be liking this. <laughs> Well, I mean, I, I will say this much about about that point is this show always comes back around a single question. Like, what do we teach our kids about this? Right. Because what are they seeing? They're growing up on this. And and there's way more news now than there was when we were kids. This 24 hour cycles and social media is coming in their phones. It's blowing them up from different vantage points in a way it didn't with us. Yeah, it was so, kind of so, hushed whispered, you know, um, maybe generations ago it was like, you know, the adults in the room. It was the, you know, be seen, not heard. Don't be in grown folks conversations. And, and so it was in some ways people probably knew, but they were also, you know, protected. Um, you know, I think people tried to protect them from it um, as much as possible. Well, when the, when the black kids were disappearing in Atlanta in the mm-hmm. 70s, right? Yeah. Um, it wasn't in our ear all day long. You had to wait for the news to come on to find out what they had done that day, if they had found anybody else. Mm-hmm. Um, but your parents were having conversations with you constantly. You yeah, that ruined my childhood. Yeah. I couldn't yeah. go nowhere. <laughs> right. I mean, but I mean, danger, stranger. You ain't going right. nowhere. Yeah. Like right. Stra- stranger, cool. danger, brother. You flipped it no, around, you, brother. Well, up here, up here, they called it danger, stranger. Oh, you know? see y'all backwards. Yeah. But it's yeah. all I love, though. That's and that's and that's why Jill Scott could have never won last night. Oh, stop! Oh, stop! It. Oh, stop, it. stop it! But what we, do we, we want about this? They're watching. They're watching. They see it. <laughs> They're, they're developing. Yeah, they're bombarded. But I mean, but but here's the thing, though, right? And I, I mean, I was raised, and we can talk about when you talk about how to raise kids during it. I, you know, that that I never grew up with that type of innocence, right? Like, I was raised in a place where if your bike got stolen, it was your fault because your mama said, don't let nobody ride your bike and lock that shit up, right? Like, black kids are not often raised uh, with the privileges of just being a child, right? And I, and I, I use this, like, when you go to the grocery store, it's like, you get the speech when you go in. Don't touch nothing. Don't embarrass me in front of these white people, whatever the case is. And you see a white kid, like, throwing a whole ass tantrum in the middle of the aisle. This is very similar, right? Like, so I had a talk with my grandmother about, like, if I'm in, because it, it ain't nothing but dirt roads in Chicago, I mean, in Kentucky, right? Like, it's all kind of alleys and unpaved roads. And they like, and she said, boy, if you ever see a bunch of white boys in a, in a in a truck you 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 put your head down and you just get home like it, that ain't the time for you to be running off at the mouth or whatever the case is and come let us know right and like thankfully nothing ever crazy ever happened to me in that space but i live in a place where like white boys would like jump on black boys or whatever and black boys would catch white boys slipping like it was like i lived like kentucky was like that right so you get I mean, I got different lessons as a young person. I got lessons about white white kids. I got lessons about D-boys, right? About what blocks to be on and what blocks not to be on. I mean, my parents equipped, my, my family structure equipped me and prepared me differently than maybe a child should have to be prepared. But the reality is the reality, at least in my case. So I don't know, how, how are y'all talking to your kids? 
Are you watching this comment? Because so so I'm I'm, I'm John, gonna go to there. Yeah, go John ahead. Davis, New York says Trayvon Martin was a hoax. I, that's a it's a troll. Like it's a troll off of Periscope. But what we're not gonna do, what we're not yeah. gonna do is let let troll boy like roll yeah. in our, our comments. The nonsense. Well, he he on like, he on he's not on Facebook. He's on a on a Periscope. So that's just a Twitter troll. You know what I'm saying? Oh no, you are a troll, bro. He said he's not a troll. Uh, you a troll, and it, I don't respect nobody that don't have a real face. Uh, on yeah, on don't and they comment don't, don't, don't even give him energy. Take that joint down. Don't even yeah. Don't even the next Right. So you got anything else to say in this feed? Show your face, and then we'll know you're real. Then we then then we know you mean what you say, and you got the con, yeah. the courage of your convictions, right? But don't be hiding behind no damn cartoon, right? Man, I'm not. What? We, why are we? What? Man, these people didn't come here for that. I don't give a fuck about no Twitter troll. And I do. You come, <laughs> in, you come in the feed talking about Trayvon Martin was a hoax. Like, right? Catch hands. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I mean, hands. It's not Cole, I think a lot of families were, you know, raised their children different, you know, in that kind of way. I mean, mine's was from a very different context. You know, like the police in in Philadelphia told uh, Black Panther Party members, like, we will never forget. We will always be be on your top. And that was one of the reasons why uh, many of uh, like my mother and many Panthers uh, were really trying to protect their cubs in certain ways because the police were. No, like I, I know people whose uh, police held their daughter outside of the window, demanded to know stuff like right. Like this is this ain't no movie stuff. This is real. So we were also like just raised in a way to pr- be protected and, and make sure that, you know, we were unsafe. We were safe because of everything that was going on. And you see, in addition to to what we we're talking about, there was a, a in another incident somewhere else where these folks ran up on somebody's house got to the wrong wrong house and were demanding. One of them was a deputy who was off duty, but had gun badge and all this stuff. They rolled up, you know, to this uh, this family's house, this black family's house, right? And so this, this kind of thing is consistent. But I think right now, so many of our children, they catch it before we can kind of have the conversation because if they have their phone, then they're going to see it. It may be even before, you know, parents are able to, engage them in the conversation. I think that's the onslaught, uh, which is different, where before, you know, maybe it was piecemeal. Maybe people were having conversations face to face. Now our children are going to see a lot of this stuff before when their way home from school or wherever. They may see it before we even have a chance to help the process. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and helping the process is really important. All right. So next question. Uh, once indicted, the McMichaels are they're being held with no bond. Do you think that this is justice? We'll start with uh, Chris. No. <laughs> no. Mm-mm. Yeah, arresting. I mean, what else can you say? No, hell no, it's not justice, right? Like, justice would have been them laying in the street. That would have been justice. Mm-hmm. I mean, we just want to be real. If we, if we just want to say the real thing, I mean, we could talk around shit if we want to, but justice would have been them laying in the street. Yeah. So I Reef, mean, yeah, go ahead, Reef. Yeah, I mean, I, I agree. You can't you can't arrest for, you know, for rolling up somebody and, and, and murdering like that. That's not justice. And we also have seen what arrests and indictments, what they actually uh, can mean. It can, they can mean nothing. Mm-hmm. Right. Like it can mean nothing. You know, uh, how many uh, police get indicted, arrested, indicted and then get paid back pay. Right. Like and so, you know, just having having this and, and justice is also you know, 
this happened in February. <laughs> like, you know, mm-hmm. so an arrest mm-hmm. in, in May mm-hmm. is, I mean, it's far from justice. Far from it. Charles. Um, I appreciate the integrity of the questions and, you know, I, I appreciate you putting this together the way you did, Ray. I think, humbly, I, I think we giving them just too much attention with the names and continue to talk about them and say, I mean, yeah, but I, the question, do I think it's justice? I mean, I mean, I'm glad they don't have bail. I don't know how much it's going to matter in the end or whatnot. I, I don't, I, I'm not going to be surprised either way. I'm not going to be surprised if they actually get sentenced and I'm not going to be surprised if they don't. Um, I'm just, I'm numb to it, man. I, I'm not like, I don't, and I don't want, it's, it, this is why it's a tough conversation. Because I don't want to be insensitive. I don't want to seem insensitive. I don't want to seem like I don't care. I don't want to, but I don't have, there There are no tears here. There's no like hard reaction from me on this, right? This is, um. I remember my friend DeMarcus got killed uh, in between the eighth and ninth grade. And uh, he got shot in front of his house. And um, and then I had lost some other friends after that. And then I remember I got to a point where I said, I'm just not going to no more funerals. I'm just I'm just not going. And then I had other friends that were close to me die and I just didn't go to their funerals. Like mm-hmm. like you, you learn how to protect yourself physically and emotionally. Right. And like. I'm at that space where it's like you can send me as many videos about it. You can send me as many updates about it. I mean, I'm going to probably check in because I want to ultimately I want to see what happens to it. But I, I honestly, I saw that, man. And I just kept going on about my day. And and that's just really what happened. If I if, I mean, if we're going to be honest, I know what the right thing to say is. You know what I'm saying? I know what the what to say to get the sentiment of the people with me or whatnot. But I think if we being honest. You know, it's a, there's a large segment of our population that's also numb and numb to this stuff as well. So, you know, mm-hmm. if you want my honest to God, you, I don't know if it's justice or not. It, it's going to be what it's going to be. How am I going to survive the pandemic? I appreciate I appreciate your honesty uh, in terms of answering that. I feel like nationwide, uh, we need to put the citizens arrest law to bed. Uh, if you apprehend anyone and you're not a member of law enforcement, then uh, you need your ass needs to face prosecution. Mm-hmm. Uh, if we do it this way, we have less vigilante uh, behaviors. That's not that's vigilantism, though. That's terrorism. It's a difference. Yeah. Yeah. That's, agree. That's straight terrorism. Agree. 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 Mm-hmm. All right. So, what, but what if I said this to y'all, Charles? I'm gonna, I'm gonna push back on on your answer, not because. Okay. No, it was, do your you thing. Know. You hosting, brother? Hosting? Do your thing. I ain't mad at it. There will be another Ahmad Aubrey when I say yeah, that. There will. That, yeah, there will. That yeah, that's why I'm like not listen, man. Let me, let me Okay. I appreciate the pushback. Let me tell you what's gonna happen. And let me tell you what they expect to happen. They expect you to march, they expect you to go crazy on Twitter, they expect you to make a lot of noise and then be mad when the verdict comes, and then they expect shit to go back to the way it always has been. And then mm-hmm. we do it all over again. Is rinse and repeat, is rinse and repeat. So you know, that's that, that's why it didn't come out when it did. And now it came out with some time passed and they got they doing they, they doing the playbook. OK, he he had a picture with it with this. He did this in his past or whatever. He is. He's automatically on trial like they have it. It's a bro. This is like the triangle offense of racism, bro. Like the play. It's like Phil Jackson coach wrote up this play. I know what's going to happen. I know Jordan is going to shoot the shot from the corner. So, you know what I'm saying? Unless we're going to do something else about it. I don't really know. I don't want to hear. 
I don't, I'm glad that people running 2.23 miles, right? I mean, I get it. It's a show of solidarity. If it was my family member, it wouldn't do nothing for me. If you ain't going to, if you're not going to go and shoot at motherfuckers, if we ain't, if you ain't about to go pop at somebody's house, if somebody ain't getting dragged down the street, you know what I'm saying? Hogtied. I don't want to hear this shit personally. And I'm trying to, you know, not to take, it's not the wrong question that you ask, Ray, and not to. I don't want that to sound disrespectful to anybody that's running the miles and stuff. I think it's a beautiful thing and I'll repost that. I'm just saying for me, it don't mean nothing. Do something. Somebody else needs to be no, going to jail no about power this. In it. There's no power in, in marching again. There's no power in that. And, and everything we're talking about today is just about power. That's all it is. Who has it and, and who can exercise it? And uh, I think with the Black Lives Matter situation of, uh, of Twitter, Close uh, up on them, Twitter activism, mm-hmm. you know, um, marching, um, marching, protesting, hashtags, um, getting money from white pro- progressive organizations to co-opt your message and all that stuff. That's why people expect us to do that rinse and repeat that you just mentioned, Charles, is because we it's what we've been doing for a long time in place of real power building, in place of real advocacy. I mean, the slogan, don't shoot. <laughs> <laughs> Hands up, don't shoot. That's a that's a far cry from black power, right? It's like a totally different stance. And I think it's starting it's starting to show us now. Your point is really true, is is that until we like until we have a different disposition disposition than we have now, and we are are going towards power a hundred percent. We we stop just don't shoot shit. Um, we're still gonna be just as much a target as we ever were with just a bunch of phony activism, just a bunch of people, you know, that, that, I mean, what has that gotten accomplished in the last five to 10 years after they got a hundred and something million dollars, right? Black Lives Matter got a hundred and something million dollars from white philanthropy and the teachers union con are, and and, uh, the, the police officers union contracts are exactly the same. The, the, the danger that we're in is the same. Uh, the the deaths don't stop. You're you're talking about you desensitized. I don't think it's I don't think it's a bad thing to say. I don't think it's uh, it's the truth. It, it, well, it means you're paying attention, right? Right. It means you're a conscious black man. If you are not desensitized right now, you got to be sleeping. I don't I don't know what you I don't know what you're doing. I mean, I'm uh, I'm not desensitized, but it's a conscious effort not to because you know I don't want to be desensitized. Like each one, I I want to. I want to feel it. I, I want. I want to make sure my children understand, right? Right, like that this is this is an ongoing thing because I, I I'd be nervous to not be vigilant about my feelings and, that, and how to process and making sure that paying attention. It doesn't mean that I'm going into detail every single time, but like I, I sit and think and, and try to process, um, you know, this piece. But back to what you're saying, I do 100% agree about like this power, and um, you know, we 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 texted each other uh, earlier about this. My former principal, one who started uh, Nathan Musasa, Mama Fazaya Trail, she she, uh, said something, I want to read it. It's time to renew the idea of Black political conventions. We're not in a period where it is possible to resist individually. We need to confer, deliberate, assess, strategize. And it's way more than electoral politics, too. We are not the only ones in the crosshairs 
but we've had the most experience with it. When I think about like back in 1972 when they were having the conventions and Linda Richardson brought this up and 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 this was a politician like David P. Richardson, one of the the heroes in in Philadelphia, uh, right? Who was he was a state rep, but he was absolutely you know for the people. And when they were talking about like just this national black. Uh, organization. And we talked about this before. We're not outnumbered. We're out-organized, is what uh, Baba Hampton said. Mm-hmm. That power piece, that's how you get people to stop doing stuff is when you can exercise power. Until well, let's talk, now, but, let, but let's talk about power, though, because power looks different in, in these ways. Because, yo, I think I think it's a power thing, too. But I think you and I are talking about two different types of power. Tell me the type of power you're thinking about so I can tell you the type of power I'm thinking about. You go first. What are you talking about? Shooting a motherfucking house up. Okay. So I'm just so <laughs> I'm just listen, man. That, because this is this is this is why this is why it's tough for me. And I, if y'all want me, listen, I can get the right answers, right? But if you want me to be real, I'm black, y'all. I'm a young, I'm a black man. I've seen beef in the hood for less that has led to people's mama's houses getting shot up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. When a white dude kills a black dude. We start marching and singing. If I'm the white terrorist, you know what I want you to do? I would love if you sang every time I did some shit. I would love if you marched on some shit that I ain't paying attention to. I would love it. I would love for us to talk about power and processing and doing and all these things, right? There was a time where people, like, they always terrorized us, but there were other communities that fought back. Like, them clan people came and burnt down the neighborhood, but they went and they burnt some shit up too, right? And I'm not saying that, you know, eye for an eye keeps everybody blind, but damn, at some point, yo, at some point, you got to swing back. You just got to. And if you and I don't and I'm not interested in the conversation where we not. No, you got to. You, you're right that you have to swing back. But there's a number of ways that you need to swing yeah, that's, back. I mean, that would just, like, that's like one suicide, suicide is one way to swing back. Right. Because you could go out and you could do the the you could do the, the kind of Nat Turner thing. And I'm glad for it because history needs Nat Turner's. <laughs> But instead of saying Black Lives Matter, which which is just a duh, we should have been saying Black Banks Matter, Black Mm. Schools Matter, Black Political Parties Matter, Black Leadership that we elect and we unelect when they don't lead matters, right? We just should have been saying different shit matters because if power is the goal in a capitalist country where money talks and bullshit walks, Black Banks Matter. Let's just start there. Black Schools Matter. Black Teachers Matter. Everything that builds a civic society matters. And if it's black and it's a black civic society, it's a little different than what we have right now. Mm -hmm. Right. We have right now is dispersion. We're disconnected dispersion. We're trying to join somebody else's team. We're integrating all the wrong things and we're just falling further and further and further into the power gap. We call it many different things, achievement gap, wealth gap, home home ownership gap, all these different gaps, right? Yeah, I think the power you just talked about is one kind of power, and I think it's and, good. And, and, and that's all I was saying. I'm just saying, like, there's just no, like, there's no, re, re, there's no, like, nobody's worried about what black folks is going to do. They worried, like, and, and it's a lot of folks on Twitter that want to say the right thing, that want to have a moment, that want to pontificate it in a certain type of way. And that's cool, man. If that's how you got to process, that's cool. 
I just don't want to be part of that conversation. I just don't got no faith in you. I just don't believe in you. This is just Charles. I'm not talking for nobody else because I've seen shit go south for way less when it's when it's when it's when it's us and our people. You know what I mean? Like, and I'm not doing some black on black shit type. I'm not doing that. But what I'm saying is, is that how mm. would you defend your house if somebody did this to your daughter, to your son, and they was running up in your house? What would you do, right? If people talking about they love black, they love this, they love this, and then. Love is an action, man. It's not a, it's not a speech. It's not a tweet. It's an action. So I'm not telling you to go throw your life away. But what I'm saying is if the bully going to keep bullying to somebody swing on them, you might get your ass beat. You might get suspended. And in this case, you might die. You might go to jail. But I need for all the people that got that wear shirts that say, I'm not my ancestors. You will catch these hands. I'm not, I'm not going to go out like my ancestors did. They fought. They got drug up, man. They got hoes. They got dog sicked on them, yo. None of that. We having Twitter fights. We hashtagging. You hashtag gangster? Fuck you, man. Like, listen. If somebody killed me, I don't need your hashtag. Let me rest in peace. My guy. Why are you beating up on black people today? I'm not beating up on black. It's not about, I love black people. This is what I'm saying, man. I love us. Black, black crime on this show. I, right I love, all I'm saying is, so So if somebody do something, if somebody do something to one of your kids, Chris, and I'm just like, hey fam, damn, that's fucked up. Hey, I got a hashtag for you though. Like, you're going to be like, oh, okay, right? I'm not, I love our people. I'm just, what I'm saying is, <sighs> It's, it's, I don't know, bro. Like, again, I didn't want to, it's a saying. tough topic to do. And I think we all are in our, in the moment of it. And, and I think we're trying yeah. to hold back. I, I could tell, I could hear it in Ray's voice early that he was trying to hold back. Like, like how Ray said, I want to hit something. I want to do something. I'm trying to channel this in a positive way and be authentic with our audience. You know what I mean? But like, I just don't have, I don't, I don't care about the march. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's about to happen. Yes, I don't, I don't care about Sean King's like thing where he wants to be oh, out God. first and do this shit because he he just took credit for the he took credit for the people getting indicted streets is done no he didn't do that did he he took it's done did he just bro, stop i'm gonna text you that for real bro i'm gonna text hey. you i'm gonna text you the ig message bro wow streets is done yo so, wow. so 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 fellas 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 real quick because we're coming up at that 50 i um i want to say what what our what our president uh commander in chief said no oh, shit. Uh, yours. Said, um, yours. Your, yours, bro. To to anybody that like watched president. it. Okay. To anybody that watched it, it was disturbing or troubling video. No question about that. He said, adding, it's a sad thing, very sad thing. Hate to see that. What are y'all's I mean, thoughts about? For him, that's kosher. For him, that's actually that's that that's one of his more mature statements for him. Like, why we we invoking a fucking buffoon? You know what I mean? Like, he's a buffoon. Yeah. What was it? Read it again. What did he say? I, I, <laughs> like, the shit yo, was so stupid a, that like it's, it's, a, it's a really hard read. Yo. It's, it's okay. Like, it's yeah. Like, yeah. Say it again. See, or see. It says uh, to to anybody that watched. Certainly, it was disturbing or troubling video. No question about that. He said, adding, "It's a sad thing. Very sad thing. Hate to see that." You ignorant bastard. <laughs> you ignorant son of a bitch. What 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 kind of Dr. Seuss shit was that at the end? <laughs> it's a it's a very bad thing. It's a very, very bad thing. Yeah. It's troubling. Yeah. No. No. 
No, November can't come fast enough. Bro, Ray, no, Ray, no, Ray this, this is your comment. I, I didn't let you def- I, Nicole, yeah, I, Nicole. I, I, we want to know, Nicole. Ms. Johnson, thank you for your comment. I appreciate that. Um, I did not vote for Donald Trump. I, I voted for Hillary Clinton. Uh, I'm one of those uh, John McCain type Republicans. I vote with my heart and I vote with my conscience. Right. Hey, so I look in the Slack, Chris. I just put one of the of the post in there uh, where Sean King took credit for it and said, this was our action step. Congratulations, guys. Bro, somebody. Get, so that's what I'm saying. Listen, bro, like there are just no consequences to stuff. No hey, Chris, more. Chris, you know what I would do? I'll put this out there. Right. Since you got the connects and whatnot. Right. You can mm. do it through Brightbeam. Do it through whoever you, you want to do it. Yeah, what are we gonna do? Set man? up Sean. a celebrity, a celebrity um, boxing match, so I can whoop his ass, and we'll I'll donate everything. To, <laughs> I'll donate everything to whoever, whatever, whatever. See, 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 y'all laughing, but but you know for a fact, and Charles, you you gonna agree with me on this? You know for a fact, we just a day or two away from Sean sending an email to everybody about this incident, trying to raise money for. He this did book. it. No, no, he did it already. <laughs> No, 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 bro. He didn't do it already. He did it all. He did it already. And I sent you the Instagram, the latest Instagram of many, where he just took credit for the indictment, bro. That's your man. This is this is my point about like celebrity activism, though. Like our activists over this last five to ten years, we've made some people celebrities with this hashtag nonsense about you know hands up, don't shoot, Black Lives Matter, blah blah blah, duh 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 duh, like the the limpest, weakest black movement there's ever been that got co-opted the third day that it started uh by white progressive organizations and this is what we this is what we left now everybody who got famous out of that actually is like sean now everybody's trying to like like have celebrity dates and shit yeah I mean, it, it's, it's, photo op and all that. if it's one shine, it's fine, right? But it's Not like, it's there's no it's diversity. More. There's no diversity of leadership anymore, right? And again, this is what you get. Like, there is pros and cons to having decentralized leadership, right? Pros are, you can't attack just the leader and then get him out of here, whatever the case is, right? You know what I'm saying? The con is, is that we're so splintered, right? This is my point about the, the black gun thing, right? I know there's a ton of black gun groups. There's a bunch of them. I'm saying there should be a big one. I'm saying that there should be like, like NRA. there should be a big one, right? I'm saying that there should be like real actions that actually have real consequences where it's like, if this don't happen, we're about to burn that shit down. Even if people, even if it don't happen, but they got to use all their resources to protect that town and make sure that like stuff is happening. Remember like you've seen stuff, you've seen it in movies where the white folks to show up and be like, we want that dude. Y'all either going to give us that dude or or it's all going, right? Like, that's the that's the way. Like, where's the black militant group that is like, that goes in that town It's like, I need somebody from his family right now. Y'all got 24 hours. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying, like, like, and then somebody said, well, you're going to go to jail. When, since when did true activism start worrying about jail? Like, what are you, t- I thought y'all was stronger and tougher than your ancestors. I thought all, we disrespect our ancestors so, so much, yo. Like, these motherfuckers went to Daily. jail. They got hit with rocks. They got hit with bricks. They got killed. Like, and, 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 and we talk about allyship. Bro, like, they was killing white priests that marched with black people, bruh. Mm-hmm. They took them in alleys and killed them. Mm-hmm. Like all I'm saying is we don't we don't live in a sugar coat. Like you live in the safest time in America right now. What if I told you that? What if I said all the statistics say we live in the safest time 
And people will get mad at that. But I'll say, well, look at how we act. We act like we respond like we live in the safest time. We respond with songs, bro. <laughs> with songs is how we respond. All right, I'm, I'm done. I'm done. I'm done, y'all. I'm done. I'm done. I'm sorry. I'm processing for y'all. The only thing I'm going to add is like, uh, I agree the, the, the weatherman. The weatherman's a kid. I agree with you on the big black group. Uh-huh. But I would love to see some black militants buy a bank that owns that that dude's house. I w- I'm right? with it too. Both of their houses. I'm right? with that too. Right, because to me that's power. Like, like, right, you own the bank that owns the house. Uh, that's a different level of power. Like, you could shoot them up. I mean, sure, that'd feel good for a minute, and then you die. We bury you. You pour some, you know, beer on your grave and shit, and walk away. That'd be cool. But own a bank. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Watch what happens. I would I mean, love it. And, and I don't think you need I one. I think you need it. all of it. It's not just yeah. one. You need everything. Yeah. You need Martin and Malcolm, bro. Like you need Booker T and you need Dubois. Like you need, there needs to, listen, let me, let, let me tell you, fam. Like there needs to be two sets of extremes. And there's some, some people in the middle that come. So they'll be like, okay, we want to talk to that person. Cause these two people is crazy, right? Like mm-hmm. you, mm-hmm. it's not, everybody don't have to be the same. Listen, I love James Baldwin. I just don't think everybody today is James Baldwin, right? Like I needed James Baldwin in addition to Malcolm X, you know what I'm saying? Because he took what Malcolm was saying and he made it poetic and said, listen, you want to listen to me? Because if if they get their way, it's going to be a problem for you. I'm telling you that it's going to be the fire next time, bro. And that's all I'm saying. And everybody is trying to be the quintessential activist. Everybody is like, it's almost like the Kardashian of activism, right? It's like, if you look on Instagram now, there's like a look. There's a look, right? Like, there, there's, I'm serious, right? There's this look. I know you're serious. That's right, like, too. Like, beauty is like, oh, I have to have these measurements. I got to look like this. And everybody wants to look the same, right? Right? Yeah, and that's what's happened yeah. to your activism. Everybody's like, oh, I want to be the next D-Ray and I want to be the next Shine, right? You know what I'm saying? And then when they start beefing, this craziness happening, right? But like, hey, but yo, like, I'm, I, I, I'm, my head is flooded. I'm sorry. I, Charles, I, I it pays, Shout out Charles, to- it pays. That's why people want to do it. It's a new industry. It's a job. Like you start getting grants from like Twitter and shit, right? You, you, you live well. You fly first class. Who wouldn't want to do that? For not having a real job. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, I mean, let's just call it what it is. It's, it's a good job. It's a good occupation. Right. So if you don't want to work. And I just, yeah, I mean, as a, as a child of the struggle, you know, sort of like what you're talking about, you know, a lot of that, it wasn't like this individual thing. Like the, the folks who, who got Asada out, like it wasn't an individual um, thing. This was, it was organized. You, you organize people, money, and ideas. People, money, and ideas. That's what you organize. And until we do that, from and I agree with you, from, from a plethora of ways, like then we're going to keep doing these, you know, individual activism is really hard to pull off because that sometimes can be a spark. But a lot of times that spark doesn't, it doesn't build. It doesn't, you know, it doesn't build that, that fire, right? And so like, you know, shout out to, you know, the Black Panther parties of self-defense. Shout out to the the, uh, the deacons of defense, right? Like shout out to, to the, and as you were saying, then there were other people who were also doing things to continue the the, the push. Mm-hmm. Ray, I, mean, I see your question yeah. here. Are we answering this question? Yeah, we're going to answer this question and we're yeah. going to roll into final thoughts. So okay. uh, what, fo- what, what folks that call themselves co-conspirators, uh, what should they be doing to stop this assault on black bodies, man? What should these white folks be doing? Uh, we'll, we'll start with you, Chris. 
I mean, <laughs> what could they do that they don't know to do now? After they don't all do shit. Years, they just so. be quiet. I mean, it's you know, I, I think we. That's not that's not helpful to us actually to even think that that's possible. It's in their best interest to not do anything. To be honest with you, and as much as they want to talk a good game, and they want to be with you, and they want to show solidarity or whatnot, at the end of the day, they only go so far. I mean, if they really want to be out there, let them take the violence, right? Let them commit the violence that Charles is talking about, right? Let them, you know, do the prosecuting and the dragging people and the finding people and all that stuff that we have to do all the time and all the shouting. That's what they should do. And they should put their money where their mouth is, right? They should put their resources, their power and their money, their privilege and whatever they can leverage uh, to the full use and disposal to to America's victims of racism. I don't know if that's an answer because I actually don't have shit on it to tell you the truth because I, I don't expect it to happen. Everybody yeah. talk about being our uh, co-conspirator and allies and all that. That don't mean shit. That's the other side of Sean King. The other side is the white folks that want to run for office on a, on a justice platform. The white folks who want to get the brownie points for being the good white guy and the, the, the co-conspirator and all that. That's what that is. It's the other side. It's, it's, it's their celebrity um, activism now. It's a badge they could wear. It's a T-shirt that they could put on as they're running for office or, or running for something. Who knows? I don't know what they could do. Yeah. Um, Charles. Uh, yeah, man. I think uh, I actually I think so. Again, I think it's a. Uh, I think there's multiple things people can do. Everybody don't have to be storming the gates. I think that you have to be strategic in this stuff, right? And oh, can... shit. <laughs> what? You don't flip. Yeah, no, yeah, no. Man. A minute ago, you talking about shooting up houses and shit. I know. I think we should shoot up houses. This, listen to what I'm saying. <laughs> Let me tell you. Right can about... I... Oh, shit. What, 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 I'm about guy, what, <laughs> what I'm saying is... There needs to be coordinated things that happen at different different places, right? So again, like if if you are a co-conspirator in this space and you work in law enforcement, you are doing everything in your power to, to like make sure they get it at the extent of the law. Like I think there are things that people can do in their own space, right? It's like building a bridge. Somebody got to be underwater setting the base. Somebody got to build the top, right? I do think that there should be some shit that gets burnt down. I do think, but I also think, like you said, there should be. I would love to see our black and white people that got a lot. Of money, like you said, buy a bank or buy their house and get them up out of there, right? Like I'm saying, like there's everybody can't do what everybody else can do. You know what I'm saying? So that that's what I was saying around a coordinated attack. So there, if you want to be a co-conspirator in this space, what type of power do you have, and how do you leverage it? And and again, this ain't I, I don't care about Sean or I mean, DeRay and I are actually cool, whatever. This ain't about them per se. It's about this notion that we're in that everybody knows that they can just sit behind a, a keyboard and not have to do nothing, not have to get active. And that's that's the point that I was just making, right? Like if that if it's somebody and that's all they can do and that's all they can do. I'm just tired of hearing people talk so much about what they would do. I'm tired of people eviscerating our ancestors and saying what they would do if Jim Crow, if they was in Jim Crow South. Come on, all of us done heard somebody say, I couldn't have been no slave, right? Like, you know what I'm saying? And, and in 50 years, some other kids is going to look at this moment and be like, I couldn't have just sat around like these people did, right? Like, we have been coddled in the safest time in our country, right? And that that's what I'm saying, right? Like, they're... 
Like people get to live very, very cushy lives, man. Like people, you know what happened yesterday, yo? People went from hashtagging this shit and being hashtag warriors to having a drink and sipping and watching Jill and them do their thing on verses, yo. Like that's the life you live, yo. Like <laughs> that, like, and I'm not bad, I'm not mad at nobody. It's just where we are. But if we being honest, I mean, look, I think we four black men that's hurt by this and dealing with it in our own ways, whether we desensitize, whether we want to give in to those emotions or whatever the case is. I just I'm deflated because I don't think anything's going to happen to those people. And if something does, then great. Right. That guy's still never coming back. But there is nothing in place that makes the next group of people afraid to step out and do this in our community again. And I just need all the gangsters that say they gangsters and that's hard that rob motherfuckers all day. I just need them to do something. That's all I'm saying. Yo, Omar, Omar wouldn't be standing for this shit. Yo, hey, so Reef, what's up, what up, Reef? What are your thoughts? I, you know what? Um, co-conspirators, you know, one, <laughs> one of the things that you could do is is really start acknowledging that there's, you know, uh, a, a special brand of white terrorism that happens in, in this uh, in this country. Don't, you know, language is important. You know, uh, it's not vigilantism. It's not, you know, this person did this or that. It's, it's terrorism. And, and act like it was any other type of terrorism. That's one. Act like it's any other type of terrorism that, and how you would respond and what you would be doing. Uh, that, that would be another piece. Yesterday was John Brown's birthday. Mm. Right. Mm-hmm. So yesterday was so be it be John Brown. And he was about that action. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like it, him and his son. So you're talking about like like bonding and you're talking about like standing up as a family, him and his sons, right? Like this, that's what we need. We at the end of the day, we need more John Browns. Until until folks are ready for that, you know, and I'm talking about like all levels. Like make sure if you're running for DA, make sure that people that the the state institutions the institutionalized racism that continues this, that, that makes it okay for anybody with a badge or anybody who's white to do something like this. And they, and they be, you know, and it's covered up, it's ignored, or indictments mean nothing, arrests mean nothing. Like, be in that space. Create demand and actually ensure that police have uh, advisory boards over top of them. Because until DAs, until police actually go to jail for the stuff that they do, this ain't going to change, right? This is this is not going to change. So if you want to do something, make sure that, you know, as uh, what did Ella Baker say, until the deaths of black children mean the same as the death of white children, then we have to keep we have to keep fighting. So if you're if you're our co-conspirator, make sure that the death of black people mean the same as it as it does when there's a death of a white person. That's what's yeah. up, Reef. All right, so we're going to roll this into our final thoughts. You know, Facebook is going to kick us off. So, Charles, we'll start with you. What's up, uh, young Mo? Yeah, so, um, again, so back to being desensitized. Um, it sucks and it hurts. Um, I'm not diving all into it. I'm not about to be watching all that stuff. I'm protecting my mental. Um, and, uh, you know, and uh, and I don't know. I ain't got I ain't got shit to say. I'm fucked up. Somebody else go. It is what it is. Yo, hey, this is one of those shows, man. So I, I respect. It is what it is. I respect that, yo, and, and much love to you for for even coming. Happy Mother's Day. This. Yeah, facts. Mm-hmm. Chris, 
Well, first, let me say that. Happy Mother's Day. I'd like to concur. I also like that you have all these people in the comments who are watching, who have something to add. The collective intelligence is always on display. So it's not just us. It's not just us talking about this. We're not just saying things that only us care about. Other people key into what we're saying. And, and it's a collective kind of consciousness about these things. But we are in a situation that uh, Dr. Howard Fuller has said at times is uh, during slavery, people figured out that you had no chance of escape and no chance of victory. So the only thing that you could do is extend the lines of hope if you were going to stay alive and to survive. Because you weren't going to win and you weren't going to get out of it. Right. And that has never really ended, has never really changed. We're in a vexing situation. Um, and, and I think every time something like this tragedy happens, it's like, it reminds us that we're in that situation again. It's like, we go to sleep between periods of time and we live in the matrix for a while. Something like this wakes us up again. Like, Oh, Oh yeah. Wow. There's still racism in the world. Um, and it's, and it's brutal. Right. Um, but you have to, I think go back to sleep again for a while just to stay sane. If you thought about it every second of every day, you'd be an insane person, right? Absolutely. Um, so my bottom line is power. All we can really do is look at the blueprint, the blueprint print for black power and find out what we need to own and what we need to be investing in to put ourselves in a position where we can have a fighting chance to, to have a real fight. That's it. That's all I got. Reese. Yeah. Um, Happy Mother's Day, you know, to all the moms and, and mother figures out there, you know, um, just thank you uh, for everything you do. There are plenty of times that you heal, helped heal the communities when we were going through this, when you saw uh, black men being lynched and you had to take step in and take care of their children, uh, the community, your own children. Uh, and so I, I think that 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 work of, of the black motherhood uh, continues. I think, you know, I agree with everything that you all said. I, I think this just being organized, um, extending hope, extending the lines of organization, Dr. Fuller uh, taught us, I think we need to really return to the black radical tradition in an organized way, because until we amass the power that we need, um, you know, and a lot of it is, yeah, in a capitalistic society, there's different ways to shut things down. And we've seen it. We've seen different ways to shut things down. We got to want to be able to do that. We have to want to be hungry enough, be mad enough. Malcolm said, don't be sad. You know, when people are sad, nothing gets done except sad song singing. It's like when people are outraged, that's when shit gets done. Mm -hmm. I don't know if we're at a level of sustained outrage yet, because I agree with you. If 700,000, like, isn't it? I can't see my brother murdered and I'm, you know... Then I'm just going to go, what'd you call it? Versi? Like, it's just, I don't know. Like, I just, and I'm not criticizing that, but I'm just saying overall, I don't know if we have a sustained level of outrage yet. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so a couple things. The first thing is, y'all better like this, love this, cry, smile, do something. Some kind of emoji better happen up there because this took a lot for my brothers to get on air in order to give their souls to y'all on Mother's Day with other things that we could be doing. So, happy Mother's Day. That's first and foremost. Secondly, if the amount of people that supported Versus last night from Philadelphia have voted for Hillary Clinton... Oh, stop that shit. Don't do this. 
then Don't, Trump wouldn't be president. Stop that, bro. Right, right. Black, black, all, black, black folks showed up, bro. Yeah, but and and most of the people that are verse, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm guessing black, black folks showed black up. Women and they they showed up um, in Philadelphia just yeah, like black, they showed up black, all black, around. Black the folks, holla, holla at the white house, holla at your white homies about not showing up to vote. <laughs> that that that's that's where no, there was some Chuck, confusion. Holler at the white women. Black 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 men, black women, and black men showed up to vote. I purposely did that, and the reason why I purposely did that is because y'all know it's about to go down in the Patreon. It's about to go down in the Patreon. So folks, tell people what that is, Ray. Tell people what that is, so people know. Yeah, this is so, this is our show. You have enjoyed it. Thank you. Thank you for coming <laughs> to see us. And thank you for discussing. But we are about to have another discussion right after this behind the firewall of the Patreon. There's going to be. A little bit more of hot takes. <laughs> it's gonna get a little bit rowdier on this next conversation because I have some stuff to say that I didn't say in this program. <laughs> but but thank y'all for coming. Yeah. All right, folks, you've been listening to the eight black hands. Thank you guys for coming and giving us a piece of your souls as we gave you a piece of ours. All right, peace. See you next week. You have been listening to the Eight Black Hands podcast with Ankrum Cole. El Mecky and Stewart. If you like what you heard, follow us on Twitter. Our handle is at 8BlackHands1. Thank you for listening. <laughs>